Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Justin, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. deep. Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, Welcome to Utopia. Um, all right, John, you ready for some for real or fugazi? I sure am. Okay, this is how we do it, people. If you listen to the pod, you know this already, but if you don't, um, I read a sentence. I've got a handful of them in front of me. I read it as if it is fact. John agrees with me that it is indeed fact, or he shares this opinion, and he says, for real, if he does not share this opinion, if he thinks that what I said is, you know, maybe mildly stupid, he says, fugazi. Fugazi. That is Italian for fake or counterfeit. All right, John, here we go. Um, Laramie Tunsil is the Houston Texan that this team can least afford to lose. For real or Fugazi? I think that's for real because you can get running backs if they lost Damian Pierce, which they did last year. But They did today, by the way. Damian, we should mention, he didn't practice today. He tweaked himself in in warm-ups at practice and didn't practice today. The uh, Laramie Tunsil is their best player, and uh, you got to have that guy. He couldn't afford to lose two tackles, plus C.J. Stroud's blind side. So, yes, I think Laramie is the guy they could least afford to lose, and I think Will Anderson Jr. would be number two. So Anderson would be the guy on the defensive side. Yeah, I, John, I think that's a for-real statement. Even if Titus Howard is fully healthy, you can't afford to lose Laramie Tunsil. But now, yeah, if Titus is out for any period of time operating with what I've seen at the backup tackle spots in this camp, yikes, that would be rough. Uh, John, next one up. Bill O'Brien got an ovation at Patriots practice reportedly this week from the crowd that was in attendance. Of course, Bill O'Brien, the new offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. For real or for gazy, Bill O'Brien will be getting booed by week eight by those very same chows. <laughs> I believe he will because I don't know if their offense is very good. I think that's for real. And uh, I, I, I tweeted, I took part of Mike Reese, who does a great job of covering them for ESPN, and I put what he said. I didn't run Bill's quote because I didn't want to do a second one. But he said, well, Brian said great things about him. You know, these are my people. I'm from up here. I don't think anything Bill could do here that would help him get a, a rousing ovation that Mike Reese reported. But so you, you, but you think they're going to be booing him by week eight. You think the Patriots are still going to be that poor offensively? I think in that division. Yeah. When you're playing with three teams that are capable of winning, yeah. and if Tua Tagovailoa stays healthy, which is a big if because he's been hurt every year he's been in football, I think Miami's a legitimate Super Bowl team, just like the Jets and the Bills. And I think the Patriots are destined for last place, 
And if Mac Jones doesn't play the way he's supposed to, I think they'll be booing him. Yeah. All right, next one, for real or Fugazi, C.J. Stroud will be the second-best starting quarterback in the AFC South this season. Ooh, let's see. Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Tannehill, and, and – no, Fugazi, because Tannehill has got a 104 career rating, and he was 6-6 six and six as a starter last year. So I don't think Stroud's going to be better than him. Yeah. And yet I still don't think Ryan Tannehill by the end of the year is going to be the starting quarterback for the Titans. He might not be. I just don't think the might Titans be Will are Levis. Good. Yeah. I, just I think the Titans are not very good, but I think they're good enough because they have great coaching yeah. and they got a really good defense threatening the Jaguars. You think Rabel's a great coach, huh? I do. Okay. Um, for real or Fugazi, John, here we go. Uh, Albert Hainsworth is right. His teammates in Washington were all trash. Did you did you hear that audio of Albert Hainsworth? Yeah, yeah for Casey. <laughs> Albert's talking about how great Dan Snyder is. It's like <laughs> Snyder just gave him a million dollars to go public. And uh, no, I didn't buy any of that stuff. So wait, hold up. So you think Daniel Snyder paid Albert Hainsworth to say all the things he said on OutKick this week? Is that what no, you're that's saying? That's a joke. I'm joking. He probably paid him a million bucks. <laughs> I, John, I wouldn't put it past Daniel Snyder to shell out a million bucks to get some good he PR. He paid a lot of money for Albert Ainsworth, that's he, for sure. What's $101 million instead of just $100 million, you know? But I've never heard one other player say that during Dan Snyder's whole regime as owner. Well, and, and then – I mean, the part that I'm referring to in this, yeah, you're talking about the part where he, Albert Hainsworth, in this interview on Outkick Kick over the weekend, gave Daniel Snyder his flowers for being such a good guy. And he was just a guy who didn't really know football all that well. Yeah, no bleep. Um, but him going in on his former teammates was hilarious, saying that you know they'd be in the runway to go onto the field, and they'd be talking about his teammates would be talking about what club they're going to that night or whatever. And I went back and I – I read Albert Hainsworth's Wikipedia page and like he was getting benched and suspended and kicked out of practice and all this other stuff. He's naming names in this interview. He said Clinton Portis, D'Angelo Hall, Chris Cooley. He named them all by name. Trash, he says. They were trash. Well, some of their best players, too. Chris Cooley was a beloved tight end. Clinton Portis ran for a thousand yards. And who was the other one? Uh, D'Angelo Hall. And D'Angelo Hall was a starting corner and a really good player. So at least he went after the top guys. Yeah, that's right. Go big or go home, Hainsworth. Absolutely. All right, uh, John, next one. For real or Fugazi, if the Astros are in a wild card series, their starting rotation will go Verlander, Fromber, Javier. For real or Fugazi? Boy, that's a good question. I never would have thought of that. Fugazi, if they don't have J.P. France, in that third spot, it'll be preposterous because right now he's so much better than Christian Javier, who had whose ERA is like seven going back two months. Let Javier come back in the bullpen, do like France did on Sunday when he gave up one earned run on a terrible error by Jeremy Pena. France should be the third pitcher. Who, do you, who do you think Dusty would throw, John, if the wild card? Javier. Was you think he would? You think he'd throw Javier over uh, over Urquidy or Hunter Brown in a third game? I mean, for, Romber and Verlander are the easy two to start the first two games in some order, whatever. Um, but you think you think he'd throw Javier right now, even as bad as Javier's been over the last month and a half? Dusty Baker sticks with players who are struggling. He likes veterans. Yeah. He likes people who've been through the wars with him. Yeah. And Javier was great last year, but he hasn't been this year. 
But uh, I don't know what he would do. I, I'm guessing he'd go with Javier. Uh, but I personally would stick with France because he's been their third best pitcher. Well, he's been their second best pitcher behind Fromber, and he hasn't struggled like Fromber did for a while. No. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. He came in and did uh, kind of steady things yesterday, too. I thought uh, the last game against the Yankees, I mean, he was... He was as trafficy as the other pitchers were. He's putting guys on base, but he was kind of pitching out of situations. And they brought him in. <laughs> Philip Maton, it may as well Ooh. be you or me at this point. Like Ooh. they bring in Maton to get out of a jam, and he's walking guys and hitting guys. And and so so France had to come in with a bunch of guys on base, which he's not used to doing at all. You know, he's used to starting, even when he's piggybacking, he's used to starting with clean innings when he's in the minor leagues. <clears throat> so I, yeah, I'm with you. I give France a lot of credit, but I think Dusty would start Javier. Right, last one, John. For real or Fugazi, White House visits are overrated. Well, I think that's for real. Um, I, I, you know, it's a great photo op with the president, and I'm guessing it's great for the players. But, it's, you know, the Astros have been there now twice, and uh, I just – I never pay any attention to them at all after, after the – I did the Astros' first one because it was the first World Series, but now I'm just kind of – I watched it today. It was on the, it was only 15 minutes. It was on the white house YouTube channel. The Astros sent out a press release with the link in it to, if you wanted to watch, it was on it at noon today. So I watched it before the two of us started recording on here. And, um, it was, <laughs> boy, Biden was struggling a little bit. I, I don't want to, like, as soon as you mentioned Biden struggling, like all of a sudden utopia is a political podcast. Cause we mentioned the president by name, but it was, uh, it it was rough watching the uh, commander in chief navigate his way through the presentation today. Did the people, all the staffers, did they boo Altuve? They no, they didn't. He didn't mention Altuve by name. It was uh, unlike Trump in 2017. Trump mentioned like seven guys by name. Now clearly, somebody had handed him a piece of paper with all the names because the pitchers he named were all of the ones that won the most games during the year. Um, plus Verlander, he named Verlander because he's buddies with Verlander. But I remember the pitchers they named were Dallas Keuchel. Brad Peacock was one of the pitchers because he won 13 games as like a middle reliever that year. Like they clearly just pulled out the pitching staff stats. and like, all right, these are the top four guys in wins. Just mention their names. And Altuve he mentioned because he was the MVP of the season that year. Um, and he was their best player. Uh, I, I love the fact that Altuve gets booed more than anybody when he gets hits. It's home runs. He gets tore up the Yankees. You think those fans up there would say, you know what, let's cheer him. Yeah. Try to throw him off his game. Yeah, yeah. He he uses those boos as fuel. It's great.